find yourself in a world that no longer makes sense. When you realize that a man like Epstein didn't Epstein himself. When the police are defunded, but Pakistan gets a gender studies grant. You may be in the Collapse Experiment. Hello and welcome to the Collapse Experiment. And congratulations, you've made it. If you're listening to this, uh, the President of the United States just announced that the pandemic is over. But maybe that's not cause for celebration yet, considering uh, the White House, not the President, kind of stepped that back and said, uh, uh, th things are, it's not over. So I don't know who exactly the White House represents, but obviously it is not the president. President Joe Biden, the, the, the president, whether elected or not, uh, did say the pandemic is over. So I, I guess uh, if you're following some type of restrictions, if there's somebody saying like you have to wear a mask, you have to have a certain medical procedure, you can officially tell them to stick it and go talk to Joe Biden. Not stick it in, in not, not the, they, they can, you, you get it. So I've got three articles for today, not including the, the good news of the, the passing of the, isn't it funny that the queen just passed away and now the, the pandemic is also kind of, we're saying farewell to that as, as well. Um, Timing. Timing is everything. So there's three articles I have. The first two, peering into the crystal ball, we see instability leading to collapse. This is through Zero Hedge. You can find all these articles at thecollapseexperiment.com. So this is originally from Of Two Minds blog. We can only choose one, open dynamic stability, evolution, or autocracy. Auto, auto, crazy uh, instability and collapse Let, let's just stick with that uh, when the fundamentals of life change over every organism must evolve or die this is equally true to human organizations and societies and economics uh, evolution requires conserving what still works and experimenting experimenting until something comes along that works better hmm Kind of, kind of what I've been saying with this whole uh, green energy slash uh, we need oil argument I've been making. Uh, we call the fundamentals changing selective pressure and process of experimenting with mutations and variations natural selection. I believe this also would apply to uh, our current energy situation. In genetic and epi... Uh, okay, so it's making like a biological argument... In other words, there's a danger of throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Duh. Dynamic equilibrium is based on constant flux of variations in experiments. That is low-level instability, continually modifying the system to maintain core stability. Yeah, they, the people in power right now do not understand this. We're just going to shut everything down and switch to this other good stuff. Where are you getting the energy to switch that stuff over? Um... I mean, it's a it's a basic question. I don't want to hear bullshit. So let's see here. Without the constant flux of low energy, low level instability, sources of instability pile up. Unnoticed, uncorrected. Blah blah blah. 
you can check out the rest of this article um, if you would like. Uh, that is, uh, again, Zero Hedge has that. You can find the link at thecollapseexperiment.com. Why the World Economic Forums Plutocracy Should Be Dissolved. Hmm, let's see what this person has to say. This is from the Gatestone Institute. A previous essay highlighted the serious threats posed by the World Economic Forum's Great Reset to individual liberty, human innovation, and general prosperity. Huh. Uh, I, I'm assuming they have a problem with you owe nothing, you'll have no privacy, and you'll be happy. They always skip the whole no privacy part. That one, probably because it's already true, right? I mean, if it isn't, if it isn't the CIA, NSA, FBI monitoring our stuff, it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter all monitoring it for them. So, I mean, you can't just post stuff on the internet anymore. And even if you do use some form of outside outlet, uh, any website with a .com that has like a chat room or something, they're monitoring that shit too. Just saying. Let's see here. It is important to expand discussion of these threats by examining the inherent dangers to free nations when so much wealth is concentrated in the hands of so few, eh, okay, we've been, the old argument, no matter how noble its stated intentions, the Great Reset is at its heart a program for driving political powers away from individual citizens and toward the controlling interest of small international class of financial elites. This shift in society's balance of power has fundamentally changed the relationship between Western citizens and their national governments. Yep. For citizens to reclaim power, <clears throat> uh, that, that would be violent uh, uh, extremism. With hate. Hate. With the violent extremism. <laughs> Uh, they must not only embrace the basics of free markets once again, but also rekindle a fondness for questioning the motives of political authorities. Already, I'm seeing a problem here because we can't have free markets when the government, whether it's state, local, uh, federal, shuts down businesses over a flu. That's not a free market, and they purposely killed the free market with the pandemic. That was the whole point of it. It's not that the germ itself was the problem. It was the government's reaction. And the government used the germ to have a bad reaction, which had absolutely no effect on the virus itself. Of all Lord Action's uh, persuasive defenses of individual liberty as the highest end of human civilization, one observation remains most memorable. Power tends to corrupt in absolute... Okay, yeah, um... Who's writing these articles? It is not just kings, generals, and popes who possess great power. Whenever a person, group, or institution is capable through enticement, coercion, or brute force of bending an individual's free will, the structures and instruments of power exist. A local school board, after all, may well have more immediate and intimate influences over a person's family than the United Nations Human Rights Council and its revolving door of despots who tend to promulgate international resolutions shedding, shielding their own crime, blah, blah, blah. 
I'm sure they make some good points in here, but this is really not the article that I want to be covering right now. <sighs> I just wish, let's see here, JB Shirk. Um, how about you cut the bullshit out of your articles and um, just make your argument, dude. Uh, cut out the cliches as well. This is the this is the one I find to be important. DHS spends seven hundred thousand dollars in taxpayer money to study extremism in video games. You just yeah you heard that right. Video games. They're this was like a '90s argument. Like oh it's Doom and uh, oh shoot what was it? Wolfenstein? <laughs> that was another one. It's those first-person shooters that's causing everybody to shoot people because it hasn't been happening for the last 100 years. So, yeah, as many Americans are well aware, uh, the narrative surrounding what constitutes extremism or terrorism is ever-evolving. Yes, uh, they like to redefine words so they can yell at you and spank you or, or, or shoot you um, when you're doing something they don't like. Uh, the focus of the DHS used to be foreign threats, including Islamic extremism. If you are old enough to remember the early 2000s, fuck you. Who wrote this? Tyler Durden, you douchebag. If you're old enough to remember the 2000s, uh, many people are warning, uh, were warning back then that the constitutional trespasses being developed in the name of fighting Al-Qaeda would one day be flipped around on the American people. Yup, I remember that. I, I was called a lot of names and said that I was a dumbass and unpatriotic and you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And Yep, I remember the early 2000s. Great times. Country, that, that was like the, the low point of country music. <laughs> Today, the DHS is far more interested in domestic extremism, and their definition is particularly focused on anyone that expresses conservative ideas and constitutional principles. Hmm. Okay, almost no attention is paid to the political left, despite the fact that it was leftists that caused billions of dollars in property damage across the U.S. during the BLM riots. Are you fucking listening, DHS, FBI, CIA, who now operates on American soil? I mean, I, you could be doing something about this, too, considering it's a fucking communist organization that is, um, I don't know, stealing money from people and then buying mansions, um, not contributing to society whatsoever, causing billions of dollars in property damage. Uh, people, people died. People fucking died. We had what? How many people shot by cops that year? And BLM accomplished two dozen deaths with their their riots and looting and arson. Two dozen people died while they were marching in the streets, bitching about three or four. Okay. <clears throat> Moving on. By extension, leftists have taken an uh, obsessive interest in controlling entertainment media and using these platforms to spread their propaganda. Yeah, leftists have taken that. Uh, in 2014-2015, the gaming community dared to point out and criticize the politicization of their of their hobby as well as the ongoing attacks against their community by gaming journalists. 
Seriously, people get paid for that? This led to the Gamergate controversy. You're not allowed to reveal the man behind the curtain when it comes to leftist agendas and popular entertainment. And when you do, the standard operating procedure is for the propagandists to go on the attack. And so they did, claiming rampant racism, sexism, and widespread harassment perpetrated by gamers, according to the media. What does any of that have to do with terrorism? It just sounds like you're playing games with a bunch of assholes and you don't have to play with them. I'm, I'm, that's just my my advice to my kids. When when Billy is kicking you or pulling on your hair, you don't have to play with Billy. He's an asshole. Uh, according to the media, uh, the gaming world was a breeding ground for monsters, although they were rarely able to provide any proof to back up their claims. Yes, monsters live in their mom's basement. Uh, that. That's kind of true. <clears throat> Government agencies have been increasingly and openly biased against anyone outside of the leftist ideology in recent years with social justice cultism and radical uh, critical race theory narratives invading institutional language and training. A perfect example would be the CIA, which happily produced and defended this bizarre recruitment ad have the ad on here oh my god i'm kind of afraid to um fuck it let here we go oh it's two minutes when i was 17 i quoted zora neale hurston's how it feels to be colored me in my college application essay the line that spoke to me stated simply i am not tragically colored there is no sorrow damned up in my soul nor lurking behind my eyes i do not mind at all at 17, I had no idea what life would bring. Wait a minute. So so she committed plagiarism on her application. All right. <laughs> but Sora's sentiment articulated so beautifully how I felt as a daughter of immigrants then and now. Nothing about me was or is. I'm sorry, but unless you're Native American or indigenous people, uh, you you are the descendant of immigrants. It's not just people of color. Pointing that out, they're making it sound like white people were here first. I, it, hey, if you want to make that argument, fine, we were here first. Um, but <laughs> we're all immigrants, unless you are of uh, another category. Is tragic. I am perfectly made. I can wax eloquent on complex legal issues in English while also belting Guayaquil de mis amores in Spanish. But she wouldn't be able to tell you what a cucumber plant is in a garden. Just saying. I can change a diaper with one hand and console a crying toddler with the other. I'm a woman of color. I am a mom. Changing a diaper with one hand. I'm sorry, but as a parent, and my wife can say the same thing. No, you need two hands. You definitely need two hands. Uh, that diaper is not going to put on itself. Sorry, she's a liar. I am a cisgender millennial who's been diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. Can we just say straight? What's this cisgendered bullshit? I, I hear this phrase. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, cisgender. No, uh, you're straight. You, sorry, you're straight. It sounds boring. Straight. Straight and narrow. I always... She's wearing like a, a dress suit, okay? So... 
as straight as straight can be. You're boring as fuck. That's that's what this is. I am intersectional, but my existence is not a box checking exercise. I am a walking deck sorrow. I'm sorry, but you applying for the job is a box checking exercise. They're hiring you because of your color and all the other bullshit that you put on the application. End of story. I am a walking declaration. A woman whose inflection does not rise at the end of her sentences, suggesting that a question has been asked. I did not sneak into CIA. My employment was not and is not the result of a fluke or slip through the cracks. I earned my way in and I earned my way up the ranks of this organization. Not tragic. I'm sorry, but if you're entering something like the CIA with the current administration that we have, I hate to break it to you, you failed up up the ranks of this organization i am educated qualified and competent and sometimes i struggle i wait competent but you struggle Mm, i don't know that that really wouldn't fly in a job interview i'm just gonna say struggle feeling like i could do more be more to my two sons and i struggle leaving the office when i feel there's so much more to do i used to struggle with imposter syndrome But at 36, I refuse to internalize misguided patriarchal ideas of what a woman can or should be. You're in an organization that was run by, currently is run by, founded by, and organized by men in a military format. Um... So unless you're going to turn the CIA into an anarchist or, or some, even communist, communist would be more of a patriarchal uh, system as well. But uh, unless you're going to do like some type of like weird tribal thing, uh, an anarchy system, um, you're in a patriarchy. Hate to break it to you, but uh, there's a ladder and uh, from the sounds of it, you're at the bottom of it. I am tired of feeling like I'm supposed to apologize for the space I occupy rather than intoxicate people with my effort, my brilliance. I am proud of me, full stop. My parents left everything they knew and loved to expose me to opportunities they never had. Because of them, I stand here today a proud first-generation Latina and officer at CIA. I am unapologetically me. I want you to be unapologetically you who... Meanwhile, she's wearing these horrible hoop earrings. You know the earrings I'm talking about, right? She doesn't want to be labeled as a stereotype, but she's she's playing a stereotype. If you, if you see the video, she's, she's solely expressing like, I am not these things that you think I am. Except uh, she's being the things you think she is. Whoever you are, know your worth, command your space. Mija, you're worth it. And I'm sorry, but it's the CIA. So why is she wearing such an unprofessional um, outfit to work? It doesn't make any sense to me. And uh, quite frankly, if this is who the CIA is hiring, I I feel Al-Qaeda has nothing to worry about. Um, They're safe. (laughs) They're fine. Uh, Clearly the goal of the current government is to go woke as fast as possible. Um, That is not going to go over well for them. The DHS is no different, and it's not surprising that they have decided to give around $700,000 of taxpayer funds to groups like 
logistically a company committed to the issues of bad online behavior. The company is called logistically. Uh, weird. Okay. Uh, Middlebury Institute Center of Terrorism and Extremism and Counterterrorism. And take this. Take this. Uh, that's their, their name, I guess. A nonprofit that specializes in mental health and video games. <laughs> uh, maybe they can figure out why my kid keeps throwing the controller when the game doesn't do what she wants it to do. <laughs> um, these groups are tasked with identifying extremist influences in gaming and create solutions to stop it. They really haven't defined this extremist thing, right? They're just like, hey, extremism, violence. Um, you're not, I'm sorry, but this is like the war on terror. You didn't declare war on a country or not even really a group, right? So they said Al-Qaeda, but they went after the Taliban. <laughs> Uh, it was Saudis on the plains, but we invaded Iraq. Um, this is another wordplay game. It, it's so that they can choose whoever it is they're pissed off at at the time and say, you're a hateful, violent extremist. And uh, therefore, you, you just fill that mold, right? Uh, there is no legitimate threat presented by video gaming because there's no legitimate extremism to find. Yes, the FBI already stated that. Uh, rather... What the DHS is pursuing are ways to demonize non-leftist groups and artificially link them to the concept of extremism. What the fuck is the concept? Could they finally define this thing? Oh, that's right. They don't have to. Uh, that, that's the whole game, right? Much like how their now defunct dis disinformation governance board... <laughs> Yeah, so the Thought Police, uh, let's see here. Uh, the mission is to paint opposing views as dangerous as thus suspect to control and censorship. Uh, subject to control and censorship. Uh, the mission is also to uncover dangers and dangers and dragons that are not really there to justify government intrusion into free market arenas. Yep. Um, yeah, a lot of that going on. <clears throat> At bottom, this is about the political left taking over federal agencies and using them as weapons against movements and groups that have the audacity to stand against them in the past. Exactly. Isn't this what they were accusing somebody else? Um, I believe they uh, referred to him as Orange Man Bad. Wasn't, weren't they accusing somebody else of doing this bullshit? One might think that the world of video games would be far below the interest of the DHS, but it's important to remember that the video game industry is now bigger and more influential than the film industry. It also has a community building dynamic. When totalitarians see a mode of communication and organization that sits outside of their control, they will stop at nothing to chain it down or destroy it. Wow. I love that quote. I love it so much. Uh, it really ties into something that... Um, I'm working on right now so I'm actually going to clip that I'm gonna quote that because uh, that is some good shit right there um, that says it all that right there don't think that there isn't anything that they won't do to you because you don't agree with them 
I'm going to read that again. It also has a community building dynamic and when totalitarians see a mode of communication and organization that sits outside of their control, they will stop at nothing to chain it down or destroy it. I could not have said that better myself. And I am a writer. Um, yeah. I mean, this... Uh, damn, Tyler. That was uh, some pretty deep shit right there. I wonder who actually wrote this, but... Um, you will want to check this out if you can. <clears throat> uh, DHS spends $700,000 in taxpayer money to study extremism in video games. Um, yeah, this is September 19th uh, at Zero Hedge. Only at Zero Hedge. It's not actually from some other outlet. Of course, any article written at Zero Hedge is by Tyler Darden. Um, but definitely uh, take a look at this one. Read it again for yourself or play this fine podcast all over again because my sexy voice is just so appealing so um yeah that's about it for me today this is the one i really wanted to cover because uh there's a lot coming out right now um stuff that probably should have been revealed over the last two years but <laughs> I don't know, if you're old enough to remember 2020 to 2022, what a dick, um, you will probably remember that there was so much crap going on that if something did come out, yeah, you probably missed it because you're focusing on the other thing that just came out five minutes ago. So, um, anyways, remember, you are the carbon they want to reduce. Thank you for listening to the Collapse Experiment podcast. For more content, check out thecollapseexperiment.com where you can find the latest news articles. If you'd like to help out this podcast, check out books by Matthew Gilman on Amazon. Or you should just buy gold and silver. Just just buy gold and silver. It's, it's a better investment and uh, you might actually have something to trade later on when the world <laughs> falls apart.